Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Coach's Corner, episode 22. I am Peter Sajic, your career development and training manager. This will be our final episode of 2021, and I greatly thank everyone who's listened to all previous 21 episodes, and we're just going to end on a nice, even number for 2021. But we do have some exciting things in store for our 2022 format. We're going to continue the weekly episode release, but with a singular topic per month. So for example, January, the topic might be around prepping yourself for motivation for busy season. So what will happen is we might have three episodes around the relevant topic, like motivation, focus, energy, health, etc. And then what will happen is we'll have the final episode of the month will be a live webinar about one hour long with myself and a special guest from UHY to discuss that overall topic. Our plan is to make these CPE eligible, focused on personal development. So if you need some hours in that topic area for your certification, that's what we'll offer it with. What we'll do is we'll recap the key points from the three previous episodes and get some extra insight from our special guest onto how they've implemented it in their work or how they see it playing out in their day to day. The plan is also to offer some time for question and answer from you all for the last 15 minutes or so of the webinar. Of course, it being CPE eligible, there will be some polling questions. So we'll try and get those out of the way within that first 45 to 50 minutes so you can get the credit. But anything and everything on that particular topic is fair game that you can ask the special guest. We're still working on our guest lineup, but I anticipate having some more information probably sometime in January with who our first special guest is going to be and when that live webinar is going to occur. All right, that's the future. Let's talk about the now. Today's topic is focused on smarter goal setting. As many of us are starting to wind down the year, it is the time to start writing your personal or your professional goals. I just felt it uniquely appropriate to talk about goal setting and what are some strategies you can use as you write your goals in Halogen or discuss them with your manager. I really like the course Get Smarter with Goals, and that's what I built a lot of this episode around because what it requires you to do is write three professional and personal goals, and then you'll work on revising them throughout the course. So in essence, you're writing your 2022 goals that you can put into Halogen and just drop them right in. That course will be available within the Coach Recommends catalog. And what it does is it talks about the smarter goal setting method and then how you can achieve those goals. If any of you have attended my previous goal setting training, you'll see that a lot of the material is familiar. I had some commentary on what I would modify or include in addition to what the training covers, but overall, a very good training. Highly recommend it, but let's get to the key points. Before we get into the actual smarter goal setting method and how you can achieve those goals, I thought it was appropriate to start with a little bit of history around the smart or smarter goal setting method. It wasn't until 1981 that the idea of a smart goal was introduced to the management sector. And in the past 40 years, multiple variations have popped up. You may have seen letters represent different things or different interpretations of this format. But what has been universal and what I think is truly great about this version of goal setting is that the acronym has evolved to become SMARTER. It's not just being smart, but there's two other things that you add on to that general format. For those who've attended my SMART goal training in the past, you'll recall that the SMART method of goal setting is specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. The 
training that I recommended in the intro is a little bit different from that, but they essentially teach the same things. And again, I'll highlight areas where I would add something to what the training recommends. But let's jump into what they define as SMARTER goals. The first letter of the SMARTER goal setting method is specific. The more specific you are in wording and setting a goal, the more likely you're going to be able to achieve it. Take, for example, I want to lose weight. It's not really specific because we don't know how much weight you're going to lose. We don't know what strategies you're going to do to achieve those, achieve losing weight. We don't know when you're going to start. We don't know when you're going to end. There's a lot of unanswered questions with the statement of, I want to lose weight. To help you narrow in on that goal and make it more specific, you could you should try answering the following five questions. What will I do to accomplish the goal? Where will I do it? When will I do it? Why will I do it? And who else will I involve? So perhaps instead of I want to lose weight, it becomes more of I want to lose 12 pounds by going to the gym and eating healthier. I'll do this in the morning through workouts. I'll do this by shopping healthy at the grocery store every week. I'm doing it to improve my overall health and well-being, and I'll include my significant other to help me track my progress. So right there, just by short answers to those five questions, we've already made that goal much more specific. The second part of smarter goal setting is measurable. Setting a measurable goal allows you to track your progress and know when you've reached specific milestones along the way. So for example, if we say in that previous example of we want to lose 12 pounds, perhaps one of our milestone dates is, hey, the first time we lose three pounds, that's a milestone date. That's good. Or it could be four, depending on the, the time that it will take you to accomplish that goal, which we'll get into momentarily. The third element of smart, smarter goal setting is attainable. And what attainable means is that is this goal reasonable, realistic, or within your capability to achieve? So if you are willing to achieve a goal, but you're not able to achieve the goal, then that goal is not attainable. If we look at the weight loss example, we are willing to achieve that weight loss goal, but if we cannot make it to the gym, on a regular cadence, or we can't make it to the grocery store and pick up those healthy groceries, then that goal is not really attainable for us. So it isn't a worthwhile pursuit. Now, if we are both able to work out and get to the grocery store, then that goal would be considered attainable. So that's one thing to consider when you're setting your 2022 professional and personal goals. The fourth letter in smarter goal setting, and I like this change as opposed to relevant that I've seen in previous versions, is results focused. And what that means is that people tend to focus on the activities of a goal rather than the results of a goal. So picture yourself in a sales call environment where you're trying to land a possible 20 clients. And what when people tend to focus on the activities, that activity could be making 50 phone calls to try and land those 20 clients. That's where you put your focus. Once you've hit your 50 calls, then you've achieved that goal. Versus once you've hit the 20 clients, that's when you achieve the goal. So you can see that action of 50 calls is not really what you should be striving for. Instead, you should be striving for getting those 20 clients. 
So that's what it means when people tend to focus on the activities rather than the results. We want to flip those around and say, focus on results instead of the activities. The fifth letter in smarter goal setting is time bound. When you put a deadline on your goal, it gives you an endpoint saying, I'm going to lose 12 pounds in these next three months. You could say it will be March 31st, 2022. If you're a New Year's resolution, you say, I want to lose these 12 pounds in the next three months. I've got a goal similar to that because Peter's got to look good in his wedding suit. So just saying, I'm going to be setting that goal. But what happens is when you set a time bound or an end date, it increases your motivation and could decrease procrastination because you know this is the date that your goal is supposed to end. The one edit that I would add is to add a start date and to add milestone dates. Adding that start date ensures that you're saying, okay, starting on January 1, New Year's resolution, you're going to start exercising. You're going to start shopping healthy and eating healthy. You're going to avoid those snack foods or sugary things that you used to like when you were not being healthy. And when you add that to the milestone dates, you're, you're setting points along the road where you can check in and measure your progress. So that you say starting January 1, you're going to take your weight maybe January 16th or 15th. That would be your two weeks into it, see how you're doing. Then you could set another milestone date two weeks later to see how you're doing. It allows you to make adjustments on the fly versus feeling discouraged or starting from scratch, which we'll get into with the next letter. That next letter being evaluate. Once you've reached a goal or deadline, and I would add a milestone, evaluate what went well and what didn't during that period. So in the weight loss example, if you start on January 1st and you evaluate yourself January 15th and you're like, hey, I'm doing really well. What did I do that made me lose the weight that I was looking for? Or if you were off track, hey, what didn't go right? What did I not commit to or what did I not do that led to the results that I wasn't expecting? Those are those major obstacles that you faced and then focus on how you can minimize those in a future time frame or until your next milestone dates. So what prevented you from reaching the goal within that time frame? What was your why for achieving that goal? It's always something important to go back to is why did you set the goal in the first place? And if your motivation is still strong, revise that goal to be more attainable. Take those immediate steps to make some progress. So perhaps you're adding on some extra time at the gym or you're prepping meals more than you were before. Whatever those immediate steps you can add are, do that. And the final letter of smarter goal setting is reward. We all need rewards, right? Rewards are nice, whether it's just a simple pat on the back, whether it's a monetary reward or whether it's a gift of some sort. What's unique in goal setting is you want to consider how you will reward yourself when your goal is completed. It should be proportional to the goal that you set, but it can be as simple or complex as you like. So for example, if you set out on the weight loss goal, your reward at the end of it could be, hey, I'm going to buy some new workout clothes to keep me even more motivated to lose more weight. Or in the sales example, you reach those 20 clients, hey, maybe you take a vacation, maybe you take a nice Caribbean vacation, especially here in Michigan, where it's gray for 300 days out of the year. Or perhaps you are setting the goal of just making it through busy season. Once you make it through busy season, hey, what's your reward for making it through and getting everything in on time with high client satisfaction? It could be just taking a week off and binging Netflix for all that, all that you care. Again, it should be proportional to the goal that you set, 
and it could be as simple as, or complex as you like. Now that we've introduced that smarter goal setting framework, and it might just ring a few bells for folks who've been in previous training around smart goal setting, let's talk about how you can actually achieve those smarter goals that you set. The first being is to understand your why. We talked a little bit about that in the evaluation step of smarter goal setting, but I wanted to expand on it, and the training does a really good job of expanding on it further with these couple questions. Why does this goal exist in the first place? In other words, why are you setting this goal now? Why is it important to you that you set this goal now? What will your life look like and feel like once you achieve your goal? What's the end result? You're going to be able to fit in better clothes if you're focusing on losing weight. Or if you're making it through busy season, what's your life going to look like? You're going to have some free time again because I know those hours can be a little bit strenuous. Those are things that you should consider to better understand your why for setting this goal. On the flip side, what will your life look like and feel like if you don't achieve the goal? If you, let's say you make it through busy season, but you have some errors or you feel stressed and things just aren't going the way that you were hoping to, what is that future going to look like? And then how can you possibly prevent that future from occurring instead leading towards achievement instead of not achieving your goal? The second part to achieving your goal, your smarter goals are to set your MTO, Another acronym I know, there's so many acronyms floating around in the world, but I really like this one. It stands for minimum, target, and outrageous. The minimum is the lowest or smallest level of achievement that you are striving for. So if you say, hey, I'm going to lose 12 pounds, then your minimum should be 12 pounds. Your target should almost be what you're really hoping for and working towards. So if you say 12 and you hit 12, hey, maybe your target's 15, let's say. So you're actually targeting 15. An outrageous goal would be, hey, you shooting for the stars and dreaming big. So instead of saying, hey, I'm going to lose 12 pounds is my minimum, 15 is my target, maybe 18 or 20 is your outrageous. Like you did all the things right on that weight loss goal and you are just looking, looking fit and trim like never before. That would be your outrageous goal. And I believe the expression goes, I'll probably butcher it. You know, if you're shooting for the stars, you'll land on the moon or shoot for the moon, you'll land amongst the stars. Whichever one works plug it in there and it makes sense, I think. The last part of achieving your smarter goals is to commit. Now, this kind of sounds cliche or it sounds obvious, but it's you making the commitment that you will achieve this goal. Another cliche, when you fall off that horse, get back on the horse. Don't let it derail your progress. Having that one cheat meal, so to speak, won't impact your progress. But if they continue to compound, then it will. So in other words, let yourself have that cheat meal and then, hey, get back on it. If someone says you can't do it, figure out how to do it and do it anyway. It's the old, hey, believe in yourself and anything can happen. And again, it sounds cliche just straight up committing to it. But even if it's writing down an affirmation every day, like I'm going to lose this weight or I'm going to lose, you know, whatever works for you, setting that personal commitment and possibly involving others to help you achieve your commitments will lead to more positive results and you'll end up achieving those goals and hitting that outrageous target that you set for yourself. So just a quick recap of what we covered. SMARTER stands for specific, measurable, attainable, results-focused, and time-bound. Achieving your SMART goals can be accomplished by understanding your why, why was the goal set, setting your minimum target and your outrageous 
parts of your goal and committing it to almost memory or to writing it on the back of your hand. That will help you achieve those smarter goals that you set. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Coach's Corner. We hope you have a safe and happy holiday season, and we'll see you in 2022. Until then, this has been Peter Sachuk, and you've been listening to The Coach's Corner. Thank you.